Hello. Hi, welcome to <laughs> Do you know what our podcast is called? <laughs> welcome to Happy Not Crappy. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> Sometimes the happy gets to be too much and Nikki just loses it. I just explode with all the happiness. Hi, I'm Nikki Hafner. I'm Nikki Williams. And uh, we'd like to welcome you to Happy Not Crappy, a good news podcast uh, where we bring you the odd, absurd, and interesting news from the week that you probably missed. Yeah, so let off some steam and uh, listen to us be complete morons for the next hour. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully hour. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, so we got an update from, uh, we got an update about, about that Elon Musk, uh, comment we made a couple episodes ago, right? Yeah, we did. So sorry, Mr. Musk. Um, our good friend, the ghost with the most, um, uh, went ahead and corrected us. Um, <laughs> he said that apparently the child's name was picked by, um, the wife, uh, whose name I do not know. Yeah, well. She's a I mean, she's a musician though, isn't she? She is. She's not a mathematician because that name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, now now um, Ghost has his own opinion on how the name is supposed to be pronounced, but uh, the best thing I could find was Ash. Well, that doesn't make any sense. No, not to me either. But that doesn't mean I'm right. I guess, sorry, Mr. Musk. Sorry, Mr. Musk, and sorry, Grimes, who is a Canadian musician and, um, you know, increases the likelihood I might meet that person someday. So, And also, <laughs> sorry, Ash? Absolutely, or however it is. X-Ash Archangel 12. Oh, and in, a, in addition to that... Um, we do want to acknowledge that the state of California may not even allow this name. Um, not that we think that's right, just that it is a thing. Wait, so, really? Oh, yeah. The state of California was like, oh. you can only use the common 26 letters. Okay, so like I knew that this was a thing that was happening, and I, I kind of knew why people were talking about it, but I didn't listen to any of the minutia that was going on around this, uh -huh. this Elon Musk thing. Mm -hmm. So um, either way, uh, I, I guess... I guess, given the boy, Mr. Musk, some flack for the naming was, was out of line. Yeah. But uh, I'm not Canadian, so what the fuck, Grimes? <laughs> well, I don't know anything about Grimes, and I don't know anything about this baby. I, I think it sucks that... Now. Yeah, me too. I think that it sucks that California might not allow the name... Because I think that's stupid. I don't think that we should be restricted in what we name ourselves to 26 stinking letters, you know? Yeah. Um, there are too many... There are too many cultures in the world to restrict ourselves in such silly ways. Yeah, and you, you can't be... You cannot be so exclusive because, like, the mathematicians want to name their kids, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who cares if they use a... um A... Uh, Oh gosh, I'm about to out myself for not symptom. knowing math. I'm <laughs> trying to think of the thing. What is that thing with the F? It's like the curly F. It's a function. Who cares if they want to mm. name their kids like a function or something? Wow, some. I don't know anything about math. They want to name their child some. <laughs> some. The yes. sum of the sum. Well, you know the child is the sum of two, right? 
True. True. Yeah. So how are you? I am so stinking good. You are? I I am. I'm so stinking. Like, there are totally things that are bad in my life. And, you know, I've got a toothache that's been around for far too long. But, yeah. oh my God, something so cool happened this week. Ooh, tell me. I am going to fangirl a little bit. Oh. But, um... One of my all-time favorite people right now, favorite artists, favorite famous people, uh, tweeted me back two separate times. Um, so the first time I was just, you know, sharing uh, her new album and she tweeted back with three little emojis and I that alone put mm-hmm. me over the moon. And then the next day, I commented on somebody else's tweet about her album, about a specific song on that album. And um, she tweeted me again on that one and said real words, real actual words to me. (laughs) (laughs) What'd she say? Um, She said that she really appreciated it, what I was saying. (sighs) So uh, in... Okay, so I was very vague. Um, Tawny Newsom was tweeting at me, and I totally fangirled. Oh. <laughs> I can hear. Oh my gosh! I can hear the swooning in your voice. Tawny Newsom <sighs> tweeted at me. Tawny Newsom. Yes, she. Uh, she mm. has her new album out, uh, Material Flats, and it's so moving and so powerful. And unlike anything I have ever heard from two strong, powerful Black women, um, it's something you would more expect to hear. I, I don't know. It's very rocky. Not rocky. It's it's rock, and it's got a little bit of a, a soulful vibe and and i mean i can't even explain it because it's it's so many genres that are kind of together i think she mm-hmm. refers to it as desert desert punk rock or something like that desert but it's amazing it, unlike anything i've ever heard before truly moving i love it um and the fact that she she tweeted me back just yeah i've been on a high since monday <laughs> i imagine so i you know i've um the last time that an artist, and I mean an artist in any form, the last time that an artist of any kind um, acknowledged that I existed mm-hmm. was when I was like 12 and flash animations were big on the internet and I wanted uh-huh. to be an animator. So I um, I messaged some of them and one of the people that I admired the most actually messaged me back and I was like, it's so cool, he's a celebrity. But like <laughs> re- really, he was like a, a two-bit animator online that he was like 15 i was like 13 yeah <laughs> you know yeah. like it was <laughs> right i totally funny. get it it's it's a completely different i mean it's a completely gosh dang it my stupid cat ah <sighs> it's a completely different thing when somebody you admire you know does something like that and it's relatively small you know she may have written that reply 20 times to different people i don't yeah. know yeah but it's that uh, audience. It's me, that audience engagement, you know. Yeah, which is something we definitely hope that our listeners will one day give us. You know, send us a message and tell us something good that happened in your week, and then we can respond and share that moment with you. And if it gives you half the joy it would give me, I I don't know. I think we'd all be happier. I agree. Although I don't know, I don't know who. 
I don't know who would be messaging us and hoping and like hoping beyond their hearts that we're going to answer. Oh, that's for... not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but except except for um uh, our our one friend, the one who corrected us on Elon Musk. He's so <laughs> he's he's our most dedicated fan right now. <laughs> oh no 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 no! That's that's not exactly what I meant. Uh, I meant the joy I would be getting from receiving said message. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If they felt half the joy at my silly little reply from the joy I get receiving said message, then then the world is a happier place. Yeah. Because my little heart's going to go pitter-patter every time we get a new email, even if it's just from Twitter saying, you have an account. <laughs> oh, no. I will I will be over the moon when we... Uh... Well, I will be over the moon when we get some fan mail um, um, from people who, who aren't our friends. <laughs> right. Um, we actually did receive a DM from a, a stranger, a first direct message to our Twitter at Crappy Not. For the um, record, that, everybody, yeah. um, uh, Nikki handles all of <laughs> Nikki handles <laughs> the bulk of our social media and marketing, so she knows more than I do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't do all of it. Mickey does help. Um, but no, we did get our first uh, stranger communication on Twitter. Um, a wonderful uh, character, Curtis, contacted me and listened to our show, gave us a wonderful little review. And then, um, you know, I got to spend a little time talking to him and catching up with him. He's very interesting. And I hope he continues to listen. I agree. Thank you for listening, yeah. Curtis. Yes. So, how are you now that I've talked? <laughs> oh, how am I? Um, yes. Hmm. I'm good. I've had uh, I've had a, I've had a a very interesting week. We were supposed to record a couple of days ago. Um, yeah. But I had a a little uh, I had a little stomach bug. Um, Aww. just for the evening. I don't even know what caused it. It wasn't the food because I've had everything that was in that before, and all of it was very fresh. But um. Yeah, I just had a little bit of a stomach bug, kind of a, kind of a little little put down there. Um, mm -hmm. But I got over it. I'm okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think I've done too much of anything this week besides just wait to record again. If I'm being honest, ah. I you know, I what I want to do though, uh, you know, what? I'll say this instead. Even though I didn't do anything this week, I have plans for next week. My my roommate really wants to show me this thrift store uh, near mm -hmm. here that on Wednesdays, everything is 50 cents. Nice. And I've never wow. heard of a thrift store doing that, but I was informed uh, as to why it's 50 cents. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because they don't do any organization of the stuff. It's like a big drop zone of random crap that they just took on and you have to go sifting through all of it. I'm going there uh, next week, hopefully on Wednesday. So I yeah. I won't be able to talk about it next time we record. Um, but but I'm hoping to go there and find myself a nice pair of shoes, maybe some uh, uh, new shirts for the for the colder season coming up here. For sure, for sure, for sure. For I'm sure. Uh, really excited because poor boy's gonna be poor. Yeah, I was actually supposed to go shopping today at a um, consignment shop in town, and canceled um last minute because you know sick kid but i'm yeah. actually going next week too on thursday i'm very excited looking for a coat well maybe yeah we can send each other some pictures of this stuff that we get huh 
We could share it on our Twitter. Oh, yeah. We're going to share it, but not until we actually air the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. 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 We will share it on our Twitter and um, pop those. What is it? Pop the tag. Pop. pop what is it? Ma- Macklemore song. <laughs> Popping tags. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> pop, 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 pop those tags. I don't remember. I'm Can so we... sorry. I, I'm not sorry because I don't listen to his music, but oh, all no. the same. I don't, I don't think, I don't th- I think if an artist is upset at somebody for not listening to them, it's just, that's bad taste. That's bad taste. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is bad taste. We're not upset. No. But no. share us with your friends anyway. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. So, other than thrift storing, are you doing anything else interesting? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, one more yeah. thing. Um, yeah. I have a story. <gasps> Do you for me? <laughs> I have a story for you. Okay, tell me. Let's talk about this story. Are you ready for this story? I am so ready for your you story. You don't sound excited enough. I need you to be more excited. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you about the cyclist who rode 2,500 miles from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek. I'm sorry. What? He rode 2,500 miles from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek, Ohio. This is he a went, real thing. Yes. Poo Poo Point in Washington State to Pee Pee oh Creek goodness. in Ohio. It gets better, but let's talk about that. Listen, this is Ruben Lopez of Chicago. But, oh, I got this story from UPI.com, um, okay. the odd news section. This is Ruben Lopez of Chicago, who went on a, as the, as the article says, a, scatolo- a scatological journey <laughs> starting August 18th at Poo Poo Point in Washington State. It took him a little over a month to, to cycle all the way to Ohio's Pee Pee Creek. That was 2,500 miles. Here's the best, here's the best, here's the best part about that, this, uh, okay, here's one of the, here's, take 5,000. Here is one of the best parts, not the only one, but one of the best parts. Okay. He traveled exactly 69 miles each day of this trip. Oh, nice. He made the decision to travel 69 miles every day, but only 16 (laughs) miles. (laughs) <laughs> I am just so thrilled. Oh, that is fantastic. Only 69 miles each day to get from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek. Amazing. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. So he was supposed to, he was, he, he, he was intending on going to a couple different bike tours this year, but COVID-19 mm-hmm. hit, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously those those mass gatherings were canceled, so he decided to go on on as he described it, a meme ride. He's a raising meme ride. Oh, he's raising money. He's raising money, by the way. He did oh, okay. this not he not, did this not just in his free time. He's not just going from from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek just because he's a meme lord. He's actually doing this for a good cause. He has decided to to do this because he's raising money for the Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. That's right. So he's a good guy and a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, Yemen can definitely use it. I had a, a wonderful um, colleague in when I was 
trying to get my master's and I will try again. Um, she was from Yemen and had wonderful things to say, but was so sad that she couldn't go back at the time because of, well, I guess they were having just a lot of problems. And so it's wonderful to know that there are, are good people out there doing good things for them. That's right. Like writing from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek. Yes. To raise money. That is fantastic. To raise money. I... Is there a way to donate to him? Uh, probably. Uh, I think there's a link right here in this article. Um, yeah, we can just link that in the show notes and, um, we'll share the article when this goes live, when we put this out for everybody so that you can find it as well. Read the article and, and donate if you'd like to donate to Yemen Relief. That's right. The fundraiser, uh, here, he has, he has met his goal, uh, by double. It was originally for 5,000. It's currently at 10,376 as of the time of recording. Wow. Wow. Who knew? Who knew that something like this could 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 do that? Yeah. Wow. How much was he at? Uh, he is at 10,376 as of the time of this recording. That is amazing. Good for him. Yeah. And he's still accepting donations. Well, of course. I would hope so. Somebody donated eight hours ago, 20 bucks. And uh, does he say which organization exactly he's donating the money to? Uh, yeah, the organization is. Uh, I, I think I, I think I mentioned it. It's the Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't know if it was just an organization that specialized in that or that specific organization. I just wanted to be completely clear. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a humanitarian aid and relief foundation. Yeah, for sure. That's fantastic. How wonderful! It is, and he's not done. No. No, he's not done. You know why? Why? Because it's this, this is part of a 5,000-mile journey. He's only hit the halfway point uh, um, as of the time of this article. I'm sure he's well on his way, if not there already. But that was just 2,500 miles to Pee Pee Creek. Right. His ultimate goal is 5,000 miles to Pee Pee Island in Newfoundland. Okay. That's going to be really... Where is he? <laughs> you said he was in Ohio, he, wasn't he, he? He cycled all the way to Ohio for the 2500 to to PP Creek and then he's going to cycle all the way up to Newfoundland and Labrador, PP Island. Okay. But the border's closed. So, when did this air? When did this happen? Oh, well into the pandemic. Well into the pandemic. Yeah, cuz you said he didn't go because of the COVID and the border's closed and yeah. This we this won't was, talk about the fines. This article yeah. this article was published uh 2 weeks ago. So what what happens if he can't get into PP Island? I think he's gonna have to hang out in Maine for a while. But there's no PP Island in Maine. You don't know that. Let's see. I okay yeah I will I will Weird also PP Island in Maine. Maine. I just typed P Island. That's so inappropriate. PP Island. Apparently yeah. Maine has a desert in Freeport. Um. Perry, Maine is the halfway point between the North Pole and the equator. Perry's Nut House is in Belfast. Perry's Nut House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wild Blueberry Land is in Columbia Falls. Uh, world's largest hand crank phone is in Bryant Pond, Maine. Um, so it looks like there's plenty for him to do while he waits for the border to open. I think it'll be all right. I just want to say that in my, in the course of me Googling PP Island, Maine, I discovered that there's a train that travels straight from South Carolina to PP Island. Or, from or South Carolina? Apparently. 
I, I could be mistaken here. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so there's got to be a ferry at the end because I live on an island and there's definitely a ferry. Wait, 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 wait. It might not be straight to. This, okay, yeah. so this is just a charter website. Okay, bus oh. to Savannah, fly, travel, train, bus, ferry, travel. Yeah, there's a ferry. So he's going to probably ferry when he gets there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That makes... You know what? There's plenty for him to do in Maine. He will go. He will have a good time. And then Newfoundland will welcome him with open arms. He'll have such a wonderful time. He'll immigrate. Can we can we talk about yeah. how if he does if he does end up like if he does end up on like like a train or something, not a train, mm-hmm. on a ferry, somebody's going to, you know, be standing around and look at him. Um, she'd be like, hey, you uh, you taking a bike ride? He's like, and he's like, yeah. And they're like, where'd you, where'd you come from? He's like, Washington State, you know. Wow, <laughs> the whole other side of the country? Yeah. Well, where'd you start? Uh, you know, poo-poo point. <laughs> I, start, I started at poo-poo point. You know. You know. And that's fantastic. That's really fantastic. Where are you going? I think, P-P-I. you know, when I was in college, um, I had a professor who loved to ride his bike. And we lived... I don't know, an hour and a half from where he lived and uh, on a major freeway, you know, 80 miles per hour coming down the freeway into into town to the college he worked at. And he would ride his bike, but it wasn't a normal, you know, upright bike. It was a lay down three wheel <laughs> tricycle what? type thing. Lay down? Yes. What the hell does lay that mean? Down. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can find you a picture. Please do. Lay down bikes. What the hell is a lay down bike? Just just click that link. I don't know. I'm clicking that link. Anyway, it's he had one that was th- two wheels on the back and one wheel on the front, and he basically lay down and hold on to his, you know, steering thing. The the, the he had hand <laughs> hand thing hand rails hand. Ra- He'd hold on to these things on the sides and he'd pedal with the big wheel. And it was a big wheel. <gasps> it was an adult big wheel. Uh, it was an adult big wheel. I'm still laughing about your fuck. You just, you just hold on to I the. I said fuck? To the, yeah, you went, you went, you went, hold on <laughs> to the steering thing. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I had said it. It's, it's, a little, it's a little, it's a little big wheel. Who cares? <sighs> fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely an adult sized big wheel. I love it. I remember seeing it in his office on many occasions because I was the teacher's pet. <laughs> so that meant that I would show up and <laughs> ask random ass questions because, you know, that's who I was. Yeah. And his bike would be like set up against a window on its, you know, back. <laughs> so it was like long ways, not taking up so much floor space. I always cracked. I up. never understood people who could commute by bike. I feel like that would just make you sweaty. But this is like a thing where he was commuting by bike an hour and a half by car. A distance that was an hour and a half minimum by car. He was riding his bike. Yeah. And on the way home, that's uphill. On the way down, I can understand it. Like, okay, you're going to go downhill the whole way. My gosh. But you're going back up that hill to go home. I'm telling you, he's going to be gross. Is he a sweaty guy? No, I don't know because he, we had, um, we had showers. We had a very active sports team and, uh, you could take, I remember one year I took, um, uh, gym in the morning. So you'd go in the mornings and they, you know, you'd walk the track for our 
two hours or whatever. And they um, were... ended up. Yeah. What? And they, they, you could just go take a shower. Yeah, and then there was, you know, an entire locker room. So you could go take a shower. They had private showers. They had the group communal showers. There were lockers everywhere. You could put your shit in. So he may have used one of those as a teacher. You know, nobody would have even known considering when he got there. Because I don't remember him ever looking gross. He was a good looking man and smart. I wonder what he's up to. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was happily married. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I I said all of that to say that one year he did a cross-country bike ride. And you know how in the summer, you know, you get off at college in the middle of May and you don't go back to the middle of August. So he used that whole summer to bike to, I think he said, New York and back. From? California. Seriously? Southern California, near San Diego. Are you sure that your professor's name wasn't, like, Ruben? 100% his name was not Ruben, though I cannot remember what it was, so forgive me. Dang. Yeah. If you said his name, I would know it, because, you know, he was that guy. And I have all of my old notebooks. I could probably find it if I was desperate enough. I do but, be- uh... I do believe that the standard for um, for labeling your papers, for, like, writing on the top left, um, uh-huh. of your papers does include the professor's name most of the time so yeah well one thing he had us do was when we were reading we would annotate books but we would, we would also keep um note cards on the side and just for any college students out there this is a wonderful habit to get into keep a note card next to you while you read and then scribble down anything that's substantial so you may keep your annotated notes inside your book but next to your book you may write down this is a cool quote and the page number and when you have to go back and write your papers you already have a note card with that entire chapter's information on it you're set to go Wow, that is such a helpful tip. Now, let me ruin it. So Uh. (laughs) I want to go back to something. What if? Yeah. Poop, poop, point. Yeah. There was was literally poop. Well, how else would it have gotten its name? No, no, no. It's presumably been named poop, poop, point for a long time. What if at poop, poop, point, there's a poop? Not an old poop. You get there, poop. it's like a fresh poop. I, I think j- that makes. <laughs> I think that makes sense. I regret everything that I just said. I no. just told my girlfriend's parents I was making a podcast over this past week. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I didn't tell them what it was called. No, so they but won't be... find it. Hey, <laughs> they won't find it unless I find them. Um, <laughs> hashtag find Annie's parents. So <laughs> if no, you want seriously. to embarrass me in front of my girlfriend's parents, please take to Twitter, hit it up, you know, hashtag find Annie's parents. <laughs> yes. You already know she actually exists and shares she information with the, with the podcast. So you're halfway there. now i know when i go places and i go to name somewhere it's because of something significant on the site so we like to do a lot of off-roading up to lakes and stuff um some of them have names some of them don't we came across the cutest little pond and it had a tree inside it and up here they're all sort of pine tree type things and so there was a tree in it and we looked down and it looked like a christmas tree and we decided that was christmas tree pond 
after that, we found a giant pile of bear poop, but we didn't name it Poo Poo. It was a clearing. So I think it was like Poo Poo Meadow or something. I don't think we named it that. I think we named it Stanley Meadow. Dude, or something that reminds me of of when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and there was a creek called Slippery Rocks behind my friend's house. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like I need to explain why we called it Slippery Rocks. No, no. The name was 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 there, but the the thing to note is that we were not we were we were not very clever little kids and it was for more than just the on the nose slippery rocks name it was the fact that there was a slippery rocks 2 and a slippery rocks 3 wait did you name the individual rocks in the pond or did you name the actual pond <laughs> we named the creek and there were three creeks in the neighborhood and all three oh. were slippery rocks slippery rocks 2 and slippery rocks 3 nice Nice. See, if, I'm kind of happy that we moved somewhere that had a body of water after my child was old enough to understand don't walk on the slippery rocks. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I have a little piece of writing that I did um yeah. not like a like a few years ago um mm-hmm. detailing my experience at slippery rocks, but I had I had a nice little spill at slippery rocks cuz when I say creek I don't mean it was like a little gully that was like down there like a little ditch nah. with some water in it. I mean like this was like this was like a rushing creek, and um, yeah, I had a, I had a whole experience there um, with with a couple of friends when I was a kid, where they both jumped across this little clearing between two big boulders in the creek, and I was yeah. too afraid to 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 make the jump. And when I did, Aww. I slammed my chest straight into the rock on the other side because I slipped as I was jumping off off. And, oh uh, my goodness! Ouch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really great that because um. Like it's really great because after that, um, in order to, you know, some sometimes kids are shitheads. Sometimes friends, like little kid friends, are like the best because they knew I was upset and embarrassed by it, and so they spent mm-hmm. all their t- all the next like fifteen minutes on the way home. They spent that time being like, "Oh, you were so cool, dude! You did the jump, man!" They were like pumping Aww. me up, and I'm like, "Ah, you know, thank you, Devin Thomas and and Jacob Ellington and <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are, you'll never hear this." But this is Michael right. Williams, Mr. Mr. Mickey Williams here. I wish you would stop saying that they would never hear this, babe. You have to understand that they're gonna listen. I have every wholehearted assurance that my exes and my former friends are gonna hear this, and they're gonna feel a little bit bad for not keeping in touch for a little bit longer. Anyway, um, so I think that's really sweet because my friends would have made fun of me the whole way home. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of my they friends built would've. you up. They said you tried. Good yeah. job. Some of my I, friends would have picked on me. Yeah, I I think you were with the right friends right then. I was, I was, yeah. but I think that's because um, this is gonna sound really funny to say. I think that's be- is because they weren't they weren't my closest friends at the time. Mm-hmm. They were like mm-hmm. just some friends. Right. Aww. And I feel like when you're when you're not that close, you can't rag on somebody. You can't you can't like totally like razz on somebody. Totally. Um, if you don't feel like the next day they might not want to hang out with you. <laughs> but I think if, that's a really good point. But if your best friends, you know, they're going to want to hang out with you the next day if they razz you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Anyway, you know, I think that's why my sister was so mean. I love my older sister. She's an amazing person. I only have the one older sister. I have lots of younger siblings, but I have one older <laughs> And uh, Rexy used to give me the hardest time, but I think she did so because she knew that I would love her and forgive her no matter what. 
And now we have a great time together. I send her memes all the time and she yeah. sends them back and we, we talk and we laugh. And I don't think, you know, I, I don't hold it against her for all the time she was mean when I was younger. Yeah. Well, um, uh, while we're while we're shouting out, out sisters, my uh, my sister Brittany, I don't think she's listened to the podcast yet. I have I have, you know, shoved it in her face a couple times, but um, mm. I also had a similar relationship. You know, when me and my sister were little, she used to beat the shit sh- <laughs> <laughs> sh- out of me. I, I'll even say, you know, I'll say yeah, it say loud it. and proud. Say it. My sister beat the shit out of me. She was three That's years older right. than me. So when we were kids, she was bigger than me. She was meaner than me. She knew more mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. She could dial the phone and <laughs> she beat the shit out of me. Hold on. She could dial the phone, but you couldn't? I was little. <laughs> I was a little, little, but I got mine. I got mine. I punched my sister in the face. I punched her in the face and knocked her tooth out, and she swallowed it. Oh, wait. Was the tooth already loose? I think so. Okay. It was baby tooth. Okay. It was baby tooth. Okay. I knocked her tooth out. She swallowed it, and uh, she she started. (laughs) She actually started. Oh, gosh. Uh, I knocked her tooth out. She swallowed it, and she actually started choking on it, and my parents kind of- I'm not going to say that this is a good example of, of, no. of parenting, but they laughed about it. <laughs> and my sister was like, I'm joking. And they were like, swallow it. <laughs> they were like, swallow it. So she did. So I, oh. I punched my sister in the face and made her swallow her tooth. You are so mean. That I would have too. But <laughs> so not the worst thing that one of us did to the other. My sister so got hers back. I think I can top you, though. And if you can top mine after this, then I will bow to you as king of the sibling rivalries. Oh, no. Now, remember, I have seven siblings, so I have stories from almost all of them. Oh, yeah. But my favorite, my favorite story of uh, abuse from a sibling <laughs> comes from my brother. We were very young. He couldn't have been more than probably four um, and he's, uh, he's a few years younger than me, about five years younger than me, younger than me, I think. So, you know, I must've been around nine and it was finally my turn to play the Nintendo. Uh oh. And so I sit down, he had been playing and I sit down to play and I don't remember if it was Dunk, Duck Hunt or Super Mario, but it was one of the two. You just And I sit yourself. down to play on the couch. Yes, I am that old. I sit down to play and I'm, I have that little gray controller and I'm going for it. And all of a sudden I have a hammer to the back of my head. What? Yeah. He was so mad that I took his turn, not his turn. Obviously he was mad that he had to get off the game. He went and, you know, my family's off doing their thing, being adults. He goes off, gets a hammer, comes back and hits me in the back of the head with it. That was the day he got his first ever spanking. <laughs> Just a spanking? Yeah, he got... Well, that was a big deal in my family. You don't spank the boy. You don't spank him. He's special. And he is special. My brother, my the oldest of my brothers, uh, his name is Gary. And he is the epitome of a good person. If you want to see what a good father, a good human is like, you should look at him. But just, he, yeah. He hit you but in the head with the hammer. He wasn't good then. 
the minimum sentence for that kind of assault is not right. a spanking. He well, should have had his was... Nintendo taken from him. Well, it wasn't his Nintendo. It was the family Nintendo. And it's not like he got to play again, given I had a headache, yeah, so but I he... just stopped. <laughs> I had a headache. <laughs> beat my stories of sibling rivalry unfortunately my sister did not beat me over the head <laughs> with construction tools. oh mickey i have so many fun stories to tell you grow up with that many siblings there are so many stories to tell i won't delight you today okay but because i have a story for you okay please tell me i okay i'm Look, I don't... Look, wait. <laughs> You're not ready, are you? I don't think that whatever story you found out there is going to top the hammer to the head. I, I, I was feel, a child. I feel like there are there is so much more to say about this hammer to the head. Okay, I, okay, we can wait for my story and you can say more. Go ahead, I'm listening. Are you okay? I don't know, am I? Have you ever noticed a deficiency? No. The answer is no. <laughs> Golly, Mickey. Of course the answer is no. You don't wait that long. That was far too long of a pause. Shame on you. <sighs> you know what? You don't get my story anymore. Go back to Slippery Rocks Creek. Oh, gosh. Maybe that's how I got heart disease. Slammed my chest into the rock. You know? Okay. I actually thought that. Didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, it wasn't Slippery Rocks. It was all the ADD medication. Oh, seriously? I that's have no up. clue. Because if that's the truth, then I should probably talk to my kid's doctor. Nah, probably. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I really hope not. Don't say What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's, you know, at least she's not getting hammers to the head. Like, Jesus no. fucking Christ. She has no siblings, oh. so it really helps. I'm starting to think that that's a benefit, not having siblings, you know? Let me tell you, <laughs> I think so too, but also it pays for itself not to have siblings. Yeah. You know, I don't have to pay for extra babysitters. She, she can do all the programs she wants and I don't have to split it among multiple children. I mean, no shade to those who want to and can afford it. Good for you. I was one and one. I was one and done. See, I want, I want to, okay. I want mm -hmm. to, as long as I won't keep any hammers in the house. I want to, <laughs> but Annie wants like. Like four, like five. Wow. I'm like wow. I, I don't even. You and you come from a family with seven. You had you had six other siblings. Or, seven. I had you, seven siblings. So there I'm were one of eight, eight. There were eight. Yeah. Right. So 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 I. I and none of us currently has more than two. Right. I can't understand why anybody would want. That many. Okay. Kids. Give it now. I want you to think about a few things because things were different then. Yes. My my biological mother has five children. My stepmother has three. Okay. 
they were having children in a very conservative pocket of California. And while I believe my stepmothers were almost entirely planned, I know for a fact none of my bio moms were. Um, except I won't say that. Um, almost none of my biological mothers were. She just wasn't in a healthy headspace when she was making her decisions. I, I can't I can't hear the word head anymore without, without thinking of thinking penises. Of it. Well, now that's there. I'm <laughs> the hammer. I oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, you know what? I'm yeah, fine. I, I I'm do, fine. I'm I do, very smart. I do need to get out of this. Um, I do need to get off the hammer on the hammer on the head. Um, I tried. I was going to tell you a story. You started distracting yes, me. Yes, I know. I know. So let's just. So what's your. So what's. So. Can I tell you a story now? You can tell me a story, Nikki. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story because um, this one is an opportunity for everyone to make the world better and make some money. Oh. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm really excited about this one. <sighs> because I, you know, I tend to come at y'all with the uplifting stories, the ones, the good, the feel goods, the ones that are going to restore your faith in humanity, but probably not make you laugh. Totally my wheelhouse. I'm cool with it. This one is going to make you some money. Mm, so I'm over, excited. over the next nine years, there is an organization that is set aside 50 million pounds to be awarded in a global race for, now get this, uh, inspiring solutions to help repair the world. This is an article by National Geographic. Um, and it's put on by Earthshot. And basically what they're going to do is give out every year, um, they will give out five prizes of one million pounds every year between 2021 and 2030. The recipients will be anyone deemed to have a, to have the results proving they can make a dent in some of the world's most pressing environmental problems. This can be an individual, a business, a school, um, anything, anyone. It can be children, it can be adults, it can be anyone. If you have a good idea and you can, you have the numbers, the math, the physics, the proof, whatever, to prove that it can make a difference, they are willing to hand you a million pounds anywhere in the world. I, I like this story. I like this story. Um, I like this story for the idea, for, 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 for. They should give themselves a million dollars just for the idea because, because it's, it's actually kind of a revolutionary idea. Maybe it's been done before. Maybe I just haven't heard of it. Maybe it's just never been done well, but it's kind of a revolutionary idea to, to say, oh yeah, the people can subsidize solutions. Well, I don't, this is back. This is not just the people. This is huge. Because it's a global backing of environmentalist royalty, philanthropic celebrities, and alliance of corporate and scientific partners. And um, individuals can also donate, but it's primarily these huge, you know, huge uh, money makers. You know, it, I know it's the, um, I believe it's the UK royalty in particular who's involved in this. Right. And uh, yeah, because Prince William is uh, one of the big ones. And it's 
called Earthshot, if anyone Earthshot. wants to look it up. Right. Earthshot. I, I, but it still it still brings to to um brings to the table this idea that you can crowdsource this subsidization oh, yeah. for um uh ecological solutions or or any kind of solutions if there's any kind of thing like if there's um it, during this COVID nineteen thing it, you know you mm-hmm. could you could absolutely say uh yes this will go to whatever organization or individual um you know comes to to. It comes to a solution and then yeah. boom, there's a race for it. I mean, like I love right. this idea of, of that because there's always been, there's always been, especially in the West with this mm-hmm. capitalistic idea, which I won't get into, into any of the morals or anything behind that, but the whole capitalistic idea that um it's all about the money. Well, what happens when you right. put money behind the, the philanthropic um, goal of bettering right. life? Like that's so, that's so well, great. I think, you know, not to get political or anything, and I'm not saying that I agree with everything this person stood for, but one of the things that Andrew Yang said that actually sat really well with me was that the GDP measures the government's, you know, global um, economic influence, their, their money, but it doesn't account for the happiness of the people themselves. It doesn't do anything to say anything about or and it doesn't value the work that we do that isn't directly contributing to the economy itself. Right. And to have a, a system that more focuses on individual happiness, on um progressing the world as a whole, on caring for our children and progressing the well being of our children and the world they will have one day. Things like that are the types of things that I think we should be focusing on and putting a little bit of money toward. And this idea that they have $50 million to hand out for good ideas. They have $50 million, $50 million to hand out for, for people who are willing to spend the time coming up with the good ideas. They, they have to show that they'll work, but they don't have to fully flesh it out it's not about you know solving all of the problems in 10 years it's about having a a pot of resources we can draw from and that to me is worth investing in right so i have i mild tangent here little off topic okay Mm -hmm. i just came up with a way for you and i okay Mm -hmm. to make some money to support our podcast. Oh. Let's come up with some solutions. <laughs> Let's you and I okay. come up with some solutions, okay? Okay. And and we're and we will you know what? Actually, anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you think you can come up with a solution, go ahead and tweet us what your solution is. We'll mention it on the next podcast, but submit it to freaking uh, Earthshot too. Right. Um, real quick, let me give you a little bit more about them. Oh, okay? okay. Okay. So what they have, they want your con- contribution to solve one of five problems. Okay? okay. Okay. Protecting and restoring nature, cleaning our air, reviving our oceans, building a waste-free world, and fixing our climate. So one of those five. Now, I can easily and quickly come up with one right off the top of my head. Let's go. I live in a place that is um, 
we have a lot of foresters and our economy thrives on uh, logging, but we don't see a lot of people replanting those trees. What if we, for the people like my family that likes to go off-roading, we provide those families with tree seeds and instructions on how to plant them? They're already out there. They're already enjoying the space. It's not going to be that hard to, you know, plant a few trees if that's what they want to do. I can I can help build on this idea. I just thought of something. I think it'd be great. Yeah. You ever heard of yeah. geocaching? Yes. How about we make an app kind of like geocaching, right? Where if you go yeah. and plant a tree, you can go ahead and mark that tree and name it. <gasps> I love this. Yeah. I love this. We'll make a little tree so, constellation of, of stars, you know. And we can we can coordinate with um, local nurseries and we we go to them and we say, OK, you you give a discount to the person who's geocaching and comes to buy the, this particular type of tree that we need in this environment. That way they're local. And then the person can come purchase the tree. And then they also, when they purchase the tree, the individual's nurseries give them a tag. So when people come to geocache to care for or look at the new tree, they can also sign it. It's a tag. It's a thing, you know, um, yeah. maybe one of those Snapchat scanner thingies, QR barcodes. That's what they're called. One of those QR barcodes. <laughs> <laughs> the QR codes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that'd be fun. I'd love, to, I'd actually do this. I would do that. I would. I would go purchase. I would gladly contribute to an organization that planted trees in the deforested areas. Because, like, clear cutting is supposed to be illegal and companies are supposed to replant. But if nobody's enforcing that, then it's not getting done. Yeah. So... Why not give the power to the people to do that? And if the government wants to subsidize that, more power to them, you know? Make it like a Pokemon Go thing too. Like the most people the most people that can um that can, you know, plant trees and no, nah, cuz then people would just cheat. People would just say they planted a tree there and they wouldn't. Yeah, they'd go buy the discounted tree and just throw them away or something. That makes no sense. Well, I guess if if you have to coordinate with a nursery, um, in order mm -hmm. to to say yeah, I actually did this, mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be, it'd be super interesting. It would be super. I think interesting. it'd be, I think it'd be cool to go to the nurseries and give them a budget to say, okay, you go and pick out the best trees that are gonna live if we plant them in our local environment. I think the nurseries would really jump on board with that. And then they just hand them out to free for free to the people who are willing to go into the forest and do the planting. Yeah, oh, that'd be a lot of fun. Of course, aren't those lands owned by people though? The deforested Not areas. Not up here. Really? Not up here. Yeah. Um. Up here, they're called crown land, and down there, you guys have a lot of them too. It's um, they're they're government owned lands, and huge portions of the United States is the is the exact same way. It's just not owned by individuals. But it's you're government are you allowed to land. go on those? Are you allowed to go on those lands? Um, up here we are. I would assume you are down there. We, yeah, we used to go. Uh, I lived in a desert and there was this place, I'll just call it what it is. It's called Tafti. And if you go up this road behind it, you can park and walk down. And that was all, yeah. that was all owned by the state. So I assume so. It wasn't like a state park or anything. Right. Hey, if any of you guys know the answer to that question, get at us. 
Let us know in the United States if uh, government-owned land that may or may not being, be being logged is accessible by the general public. I know where I specifically am, it is accessible. Um, right. They will close it on days that they are specifically logging because they don't want people to get hurt by falling trees. But on the weekends and on holidays and all summer you long, it's it completely open. Yeah. So so what are we going to name our app for geocaching tree plants? Uh, Trico system? I was going to call it the trio planting. Geocaching trio, trio planting. Trio caching? <laughs> yeah. Trio planting. I feel planting. like we've been sued for copyright trying to go trio caching. Um, <laughs> true. True, true, true. Tree stellations. Um, Ooh, I like that. Tree like installation. I like that. Tree stellations. What do you guys think? Tree stellations? Or tree stars. Uh, tree tree Oh, tree stars. Tree stars. Tree stars. Yeah. Or uh or we can go full land before time and just call it uh uh uh, uh star leaves or whatever. No, no, I like tree stars. Tree and stars? you know what else I like? I like that we would have a three star rating system and people who visited <laughs> the trees. <laughs> People who visited the the trees could then uh, vote on one to three stars on how cool that tree was. On how is cool it growing tree... properly? Does it, it need be, more water? There would be quite a long time. There would be quite a long time before a tree could get a rating. But if you stayed with tree stars for long enough, you'd get to see your babies get rated. That depends on if we're planting from seeds or from saplings. If we're taking already grown trees and transplanting them, that's not going to take us long. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. So, um, one of the reasons they chose the name Earthshot was because it uh, parallels Moonshot, which was Kennedy's thing. So, in the 60s, they had the Moonshot, where the goal was to get to the moon. They're hoping by calling it Earthshot and having this, that the same type of public support will take off. For their initiative. And they'll be able to do something amazing. Apparently, it's a big thing with David Attenborough. So if you like him, more power to you. Sir David Attenborough. He's he's amazing. He's amazing. I I think that um, I I actually um, am incredibly excited about my um, application idea. And I'd love... uh, it, it, I'd love to actually, <laughs> I'd love to actually implement this. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sitting here a little bit, a little bit excited just to even have that idea on hand. About tree shots, yeah. go for it. I think you should. I think that we should. We should write that out, write up the proposal, send it. Write it off out so no one can, can, no one TM, can take TM, tree TM stars or something. Yeah, yeah. Do it fast. Do it. We have to do it before this airs. So you've got two weeks. Go. Two weeks before. Okay. If anybody thinks they can, they can program. Nope. Actually, that doesn't make sense. Why would I be broadcasting it? They're broadcasting that message two weeks before this episode airs. <laughs> I'll you find forget, somebody. You? I will find somebody. Yeah. We're gonna make it. We're gonna do well, it. Well, honestly, we just have to be able to prove that it'll work. We don't even need to have everything in implemented because if we submit the idea and and we're able to prove significantly or prove significantly, prove concretely that it would work, then we're eligible for the money. And then we get the money and then we can have people build the shit. But what's what's the point in... What? I'd rather... No, you're right. <laughs> so I was, no, I was like, we, I'd rather build the, the app idea. and then get the money and then just use the money on myself. No, I no, 
No, we have no. the idea, and then we get the money, and then we build the app, and we partner with the nurseries, and yeah. then the money goes directly into the program. We partner with the nurseries, and then the nurseries get money, too. Yes, everybody gets money. This is such a good idea. Yes, and then we just take a very small salary for coming up with the idea. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what? And I think given the, I think given that we've we've only been thinking about this idea for like ten minutes, maybe. I think this yeah. is a pretty solid idea. Million pounds to, let's see, uh, one million pounds is one million seven hundred and six thousand Canadian dollars. So I'm gonna be rich. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> no, you're not. We're gonna roll it into tree stars. Come on, dude. Oh, right. Right. Okay. And USD is, uh, see, it's still more for you. It's 1290000 Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good. I think we can plant a lot of trees for that. I think, I think when they start seeing it working, I think more people will invest. I it's the new a good idea. It's the new Pokemon Go, right? And users will get their own experience points and stuff like that. It'll be right. fantastic. People are going to be excited about their trees. And it's a lot easier to catch a real tree versus a fake Pokemon. You can even show people your tree. That's right. That's right. All Actually, right. Um, that ties into some other stuff. I recently found out that grants are a thing. So if you're out there and you're trying to be a creative and you're trying to be a writer or you're trying to you know, do something, there's all these grants for people like you. So... This is just one example of that, and it works for the environment and for people who are into into the environment. But if you're into something else, you may want to look out and see which grants you may qualify for. All you can right. make a difference even if you don't know it. You absolutely can. All right, gang. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Enjoying Happy Not Crappy. I hope that we... Uh, I hope that we brightened up your week and that we can continue to do so in future episodes. Uh, if you like the Tree Stars idea, please, please, please do do that hashtag on Twitter. Say hashtag Tree Stars. That's right. We will see if we can submit this to uh, Earthshots. Thanks Earth to Shots. National Geographic's work for us. And um, thank you guys so much for stopping in. If you want to tweet at us, um, go ahead and tweet us at crappy not on twitter you can also find us on all the socials under the same name you can email us any of your good news good stories anything happy like that or you know anything going on in your life or someone else's life that you're close to um tell us your stories you can do that at mickey and nikki hnc at gmail.com you can find that in the show notes that's right and if you want to tweet at us directly you can hit nikki up at uh, hafner nikki on Twitter, and I'm at MickeyWVO. That's right. And you can um, also find us on other other socials in the same places. You can just check those bios, and there'll be link as, link as, there'll be links for everything you may need. There'll be link <laughs> All right, guys. Hashtag Tree Stars. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.